Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Mike Booyah here. Just kidding. I don't go by Mike, so don't call me that or tell people that's my name. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, today, we have a show that's sponsored by Smoke Pipe. This is the original wooden cigar. This thing is made out of white oak. It's dipped in beeswax. And for every one that you buy, they plant a tree. So you're not just using all this wood all willy-nilly out in the world. This shit's getting replaced and then some by Smoke Pipe. So go to smokepipe.com, S-M-O-A-K, pipe.com. Check out their shit. Let them know that we sent you. They're helping us out, so go help them out. Um, we're also brought to you by Tobacco Mart in Paso Robles, California. If you are a local listener and you live in the central coast of California, you're going to want to go to Tobacco Mart in Paso, right across the street from Walmart in the Albertson Shopping Center. And I'm going to tell you why you want to go there. Because they have the best selection on the central coast. And if you go in there and tell them that the podcast sent you, you get 30% off anything in the store. Now, not tobacco products, of course. They can't really help that. But... All the pipes, all the bongs, all the all the knickknacks, all the accessories, anything that you need for your weed, you can get at Tobacco Mart in Paso Robles, California. Let them know that we sent you. If 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 you're not going to buy anything there, go in there with someone else's money that's that's planning on buying stuff. Buy it for them. Get the discount. Save the money. Keep the money. Let them know that we sent you. And that's how that works. Um, today we have an unorthodox episode. What happened is we had a little discussion about deaths at Disneyland uh, before we even started the official show, but I decided to keep that in there. It turned out pretty long, so it's really like half the episode is us talking about deaths at Disneyland. So that became the title of the episode. So if this gets too drawn out, or if you don't like hearing about people die at Disneyland, then just skip skip around halfway, and then we'll get to the real show. All right. So uh, here it is. Natural Habitat Podcast, myself, William Waffles. I hope you enjoy. I don't drink soda. I was reading all this shit about all these deaths that happened at Disneyland. Yeah. On September 5th, 2003, a 22-year-old man died after suffering severe blunt force trauma and extensive internal bleeding in a derailment of the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> <sighs> they they put out one of their first animatronic like singing things. It was called America Sings with like little animatronic dolls. In 1974, an 18-year-old employee was crushed to death between a revolving wall and a stationary platform. Backstage, 1998, a five-year-old boy was injured when his foot became wedged between the passenger cars on the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. All of his toes on his left foot were amputated, and it led to Disneyland making improvements to the ride, although they would not acknowledge the injury. (laughs) So they're just like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. On the Indiana Jones ride in 2000, a 23-year-old woman exited the ride complaining of a severe headache. She was hospitalized later that day and discovered that she had a brain hemorrhage. 
and she died a month later of a cerebral aneurysm from the ride. They had changed the ride after that, but the ride shook her around all kinds, and it fucking gave her a brain hemorrhage because it was, like, so intense. Uh... In 2009, a small world broke down, and there was a quadriplegic guest on the ride, and he was stuck in the ride because there was no handicap exits. For four hours, he had to listen to the song, It's a Small World. They couldn't even turn the music off. Brutal. (laughs) That's crazy. And this list just goes on and on, dude. I'm not even like halfway through the list. It's all bro- oh, God. it's all broken down by ride. So it'll have like all the different incidences for the ride. It don't surprise me. Space Mountain's got a lot. Yeah, dude. People getting fucked all the time. What about the one with the submarine? Isn't there a submarine ride at Disneyland? Yeah. Uh was that what's that called? Um, it could be Rivers of America in like Tom Sawyer's Island. No, but what happened there? Uh, let's see. Rivers of America in 1973, 18-year-old New York resident and his 10-year-old brother stayed on Tom Sawyer's Island past closing time by hiding in an area that is off-limits to guests. When they wanted to leave, they decided to swim across the river, but the younger brother didn't know how to swim. So the older brother attempted to carry the younger brother on his back, and the older brother drowned halfway across. His body was found the next morning. The younger brother was able to stay afloat by doggy paddling. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh... In 1983, an 18-year-old boy from Albuquerque drowned in the rivers of America while trying to pilot a rubber emergency boat from Tom Sawyer's Island that he and his friend had stolen from a restricted area. (laughs) Both of them were intoxicated. I I, I bet you that was was epic. Yeah. They stole some fucking (laughs) rubber safety boat, went into the river, and drowned. They sued Disneyland for negligence, and they were unsuccessful. I would, ca- I would I, yeah, I would count sue for stupidity. Yeah, it's definitely the kid's fault. And then uh, Tom Sawyer's Island in 2001, a six-year-old girl lost two-thirds of her left index finger while playing with a toy rifle that was mounted on a turret on the island's Fort Wilderness. Disney did not report the incident to OSHA as serious injury incidents need to be reported only if the incident occurred on a ride. The girl was rushed to the hospital, but doctors never reattached her finger. That's pretty brutal. So it says the accidents and injuries that occur on playground equipment do not qualify for OSHA reporting. I also read something about how they had recently changed their uh, procedure for injuries to where they call paramedics first. They used to call like park management first. So if someone got hurt, they would call their boss. The boss would come down, assess the situation, and then 
notify paramedics if they need them. So sometimes it would be like 15 minutes until like authorities were even contacted between the time of the injury and when they called. Brutal. Because they would just try to keep it all under wraps. That's crazy, dude. Let's see. And then there's also guest altercations. <laughs> I mean, that sounds fun. In uh, 85, a seven-year-old girl from Torrance, California, was crushed to death beneath the wheels of a bus while on a trip to Disneyland with her uncle. She was walking across the parking lot looking for his car when she fell under a moving charter bus. The parents said the bus crushed her while going into her uncle's car to go to the park, blah, blah, blah. Dead at the scene. Brutal. Yeah. Um, in 81, an 18-year-old man was fatally stabbed with a knife during a fight. After the victim supposedly pinched <laughs> his girlfriend in Tomorrowland. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> what a sentence. You pinched my girlfriend in Tomorrowland, bro. What are you thinking? His excuse. It's in the future. It hasn't happened yet, though. <laughs> it's Tomorrowland. Uh, and then in 87, a 15-year-old boy was fatally shot in the parking lot. Uh, the... Incident began as an early morning confrontation between rival gang members before escalating into a brawl. And then an 18-year-old kid was convicted of second-degree murder. So, I don't know if... That's not, that's not like anybody getting fucking stabbed on a ride or anything. No, all it seems like all this stuff happened in the parking lot. Yeah, that, that ain't even like... What happens in a parking lot ain't even really happening in the store. Okay, how about this? Uh, <laughs> this one is uh, costumed characters. So these nice. are these are employees. Uh, an employee was who was playing Winnie the Pooh in 1978 was alleged to have slapped a child and caused bruising, recurring headaches, and possible brain damage. The worker testified that the girl was tugging his costume from behind. And when he turned around, he accidentally struck the girl in her ear. Uh, at one point, he entered the courtroom in the Pooh costume and responded to questions while the witness on the witness stand as Pooh and would include a dancing jig. Appearing as Pooh showed the jury that the costume's arms were too low to the ground to slap the girl of the victim's height. The jury acquitted the worker <laughs> after deliberating for 21 minutes. So, so did he, it kind of, it says that he showed up in the poo costume in court kind of to like, to prove like, Hey, look, I can't really see in this thing. But then it also seems like he was in character as poo. So that's a little weird. Right. Um, well, they have rules that once you're in costume, you have to play, you, you play character. Yeah, true. And you can't, there's no getting around it and no taking your head off. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. That'll crush children. <laughs> uh, in 76, an unidentified woman sued Disney Parks because she claimed that one of the three pigs at It's a Small World attraction grabbed and fondled her. She claimed to have gained 50 pounds as a result of the incident and sued Disney for $150,000 in damages. False imprisonment and humiliation. False imprisonment? What the hell happened? 
did so she got fondled on it's a small world but she sued for assault and battery false imprisonment and humiliation did she get did she get fondled by the mechanics or a person because she said it was by one of the three pigs yeah one of the three pigs at it's a small world attraction so i want to assume Aren't those mechanical i think so but maybe it's not in the ride maybe it's just like in the area you know what i mean i guess but in her area boom in her area <laughs> uh I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow that house down. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says the the charges were dropped after Disney's lawyers presented her with a photo of the costume, which had only inoperable stub arms, a common feature along with the shorter characters that was eliminated in later years. So he didn't even have hands. And she's like, he touched me and fondled me. And they're like, well, how does he do that without hands? And then she was like, all right, I'll charge, drop the charges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 2012, a family claimed an employee playing as White Rabbit was being racist towards their six-year-old son by refusing to hug him, refusing to hold hands, and to allow the child to sit on the character's lap. The family claimed that the character interacted with white and Asian children while Disney did not did offer an apology letter and park passes to the family, the family refused the offer and filed a lawsuit. Uh, the lawsuit was settled on December thirtieth, two thousand thirteen. So they actually settled. They made money off of that, off nice. of the, off the racist employee. Which I'm sure are the majority of the employees are racist. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is Disneyland. Yeah, and it's like uh, Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland. Man, <laughs> these are fun. I could just read through these all day. <laughs> right. I, I'm digging them. I'm digging them. Uh, okay, we'll do one more. <laughs> one more, uh, which would be um, how about. The Disney Railroad? No. Um. Uh. Okay, yeah, Disney Railroad. At Tomorrowland Station in early 2004, accumulated diesel fumes and a firebox of the DRR's number three locomotive exploded after its fire suddenly went out. The explosion ejected the engineer from the locomotive's cab and inflicted serious burns on a fireman. Dang. So there's just fucking, you know, trains blowing up. Good old Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. Little pigs molesting what, people. What about in the Tower of Terror? Anything happened there? No, Tower of Terror is safe. Interesting. Right? Of all places. Um, How about... Uh, the People Mover, which is, you know, the tram that drives you around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and way back in 1967, a 17-year-old boy was killed while jumping between two moving People Mover cars as the ride was passing through a tunnel. He stumbled and fell onto the track where an oncoming train of cars crushed him beneath the wheels and dragged his body for a few hundred feet before it was stopped by a ride operator. Damn. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. What about Pirates of the Caribbean? Caribbean. Caribbean? Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> uh, no, Pirates are good. Wow. Uh, Toontown. Oh, what's going on in Toontown? In 2013, two small explosions and trash cans caused the Toontown area to be evacuated. Uh, officials believe that the explosion was caused by a plastic bottle filled with dry ice. Okay, so that's just a, some sort of weird terrorist attack. Right? Yeah, that doesn't really count. Uh, shit, Disneyland Hotel. A lot of people Ooh. jumped. Really? Yeah. We got a 94, a 75-year-old man jumped to his death from the ninth floor balcony. It was the first suicide at the resort. In 96, a 23-year-old man jumped or fell from the 14th floor. In 1998, 23-year-old Walt Disney Company employee jumped from the 14th floor but survived the fall. Ah, oh, brutal. Yeah. And then in 2008, a 48-year-old man jumped from the 14th-story balcony of the South Tower, known as Wonder Tower, to his death in the parking lot. And then same thing with the Mickey and Friends parking structure. A bunch of people fucking jumped out of that shit, too. I've wanted to kill myself all the time in a parking structure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what? This is the happiest place on earth. Right? Of course it's, it is. You know, there's a back tunnel in through um, the island. Yeah? Yeah. I was looking into doing it a couple of years ago. I never made the trip, though. I remember I heard about all kinds of weird underground employee access tunnels. And there's also, like, a, there's a bar down there. Yeah, there's it's like room 53 or some shit. Yeah, and it's under the like under one of the rides like Space Mountain or the Matterhorn or mm -hmm. something. And that's where Walt Disney would fucking go to rub elbows with all of the celebrities that he would bring. Yeah. Yeah, come down to my bar. Let's hang out. We'll smoke some uh cigars. You know, it'd be pretty cool if it had like the special two-way mirror on it where you could see like the underneath of Space Mountain rides. But but the Space Mountain side couldn't see in. Whoa, that'd be cool, right? Mm -hmm. So you see like all the underworkings, and every once in a while you see a a roller coaster come by, and you're just sitting there smoking smoking your stogie, having a having a whiskey. Hell yeah, that'd be sick, right? But I doubt they had anything as cool as that. Nah, Disney wasn't that cool. No, he was just some sort of weird anti-Semitic rich guy. Those I bet you that's where he's frozen now is in, in in Club 53. Oh, I bet, right? Is it his whole body or just his nugget? I've heard two different things. I think it's his whole body because back in the day, I don't think that the, the, the perception of keeping just a head alive was, was a thing. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I'm going to say whole body. And yeah, you think whole he's, body. Just, he's just frozen, like up against the wall, like Han Solo style. Yep, and then like his grandniece or something, or great grandniece or something came out and said, "No, he's not frozen. That's a big lie." I'm like, "Nah, you lying right now." Yeah, you trying to cover it you up. You know what? Maybe she, maybe she ain't lying. I'll be honest. Maybe she don't even know. Yeah, right. Why? I mean, why would she? 
Especially right? he's like some there, sort there, of rich. There's powerful. this vault they always talk about, right? The Disney vault where all they, they keep all their movies. Yeah, it's a real thing. I bet you that's Club Fifty Three, same place where they keep his body. Dude, it's like that's pretty dope. If you could go down to Club Fifty Three, you can go and hang out with Walt Disney's body, and you could watch all the movies that are in the vault. That right. You, that you can and, and see the roller coaster above you. Oh yeah, and the roller coaster above you, and smoking cigars. Right. Dude, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you know, if a couple you yeah, you, if you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a couple eggs, right? You know, I bet you can also you can also wager on which midget dressed like Mickey Mouse would win a a pit fight that they're throwing in the back room of the bar. You think they did stuff like that? Yeah, like like Django Unchained style, like fights that they would watch. Yeah, but they they'd would, be like, "Here, midgets, you put put these mascot costumes <coughs> on and fight each other to the death." <coughs> yep, <coughs> back when they said midgets. Yeah, and then and then all all the the winners of that were the little people that we had in like the Wizard of Oz. <coughs> oh yeah, they won. Uh huh. So either you won the role on Wizard of Oz or you die. Yep. In the battle, because I mean, I'm pretty sure you would fight to the death, right? That's the only way to do it. Yeah. But did they fight to the death in Django Unchained, or did they, like, stop him right at the end? No, I think they fought to the death. I think so, too. I want to say that there was, like, some sort of, ah, like, head-crushing thing that happened. So that that uh, that wasn't something that just happened in Django Unchained. That was, like, a real-life thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, I remember not too long ago reading on, on fa- not on Facebook, but on Craigslist, I read the actual article of... Uh, Somebody wanting to throw a quote-unquote Mandingo party and wanted to hire a bunch of giant big black dudes to role-play as slaves and have a fist fight in his living room. Wow. Right? <laughs> and did it happen? Did he get it? Did he figure it out? <laughs> you know, in my eyes, in my <laughs> eyes, how, how civil justice would work is so some gang member would see this and be like, Yo, homies, we gonna go do this because we gonna make some money doing it, right? Uh-huh. So they all get there and they all get like ready to play the part, and then they all pull their gats and be like, "Give me all your shit, you stupid, dumb, fat white people." <laughs> yeah, or just just agree to you know fucking however much money it is. Just be like, "Look, I'm not gonna do this for a hundred dollars. This is gonna have to be like five grand cash. Get the money. All right, cool. Everybody, get ready. You know, tie up with like the cool like uh, like boxing." <laughs> the wraps that you put underneath the gloves everybody tie yeah. up get ready get all pumped up and then everybody just turn at the guy that hired him and then just everybody beat the shit out of him and then just be like right. hey you you almost got what you paid for you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. but uh that's insane <laughs> <laughs> right what a crazy fucking guy the cojones on some people mm-hmm. but uh uh yeah what were we talking? What got us to this? Disney. Disney. That's right. The midget <laughs> fights. <laughs> Goddamn Disney! What an interesting start to a podcast. Um, speaking of, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. I don't even. Th- I want to say we're like halfway through this episode. <laughs> probably, we're probably pretty close to that. Yeah. So forget that. But um. What's good? I'm William Waffles. And I'm William Waffles. And uh, <laughs> we're both William Waffles. 
I'm fine. I'll be no care. I'll be no worries, Willie. No worries, Willie. (laughs) All right. You're no worries, Willie. I'm William Waffles. Um, Someone told me recently, and I looked this up and verified it, that China has banned time travel films and shows and any references of time travel in popular culture banned in China. Do you know, do you know why? I do know why. Now, why? What I thought, uh, before I found out why was China knows something we don't know. Stop doing that. Stop driving a truck on your microphone. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's, it's a Wookiee truck. See? A Wookiee truck. <laughs> yeah, it's a matchbox, it's a Hot Wheels, but it's a Wookiee. I have children. <laughs> That's weird. All right. Uh, uh, I thought that it was like China knows something that we don't know. And they're like, right. they're like, you know, we need to stop making this a thing because we're going to invent time travel eventually. If you put something out there enough then it manifests itself in the world. So, um, I found out, do you know why? No. It's because it's disrespectful of Chinese history. They think that if if you go back and you have some sort of depiction of someone going into the past and changing the past, or there was a popular show that was about this guy who goes back in time to ancient China and it's like super old school hundreds of years ago and then he somehow ends up finding love and happiness in this time. So China's like, what are you trying to say? Like that current day China can't even provide happiness to like Chinese people. So they think that it's a diss on China and that's why they banned it. Crazy. Yeah. So, Nomas, this guy that was the star of this uh, this time travel show, yeah, uh, no longer a star. Uh, it was called uh, Myth. Myth. Myth, which is a time travel drama, popular on Chinese TV, but now gone. Huh? Maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah, that'd be cool, right? The watch the show that got time travel banned in China. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, did you hear about these uh, these Spotify scammers? Did I tell you about them? I think you might have mentioned them. So somebody, uh, Roachcliff sent me this link, and it's from Vice, from Noisy, and it says, The story of a scammer who maybe cheated Spotify out of a million dollars. Damn. And it's more than that. And they didn't break any laws in the process. So what they did is Spotify has their their monetized songs. So if you get a Spotify play, you get a little bit of money. And it has to play at least 30 seconds of your song. So there was these two playlists based in Bulgaria... One was called Soulful Music and one was called Music from the Heart. And they were all short, fake songs that were barely over 30 seconds apiece. 
and they had a bunch of Spotify premium accounts that were running on a bunch of different systems and a bunch of different tabs on their computers and they were just constantly playing these playlists. So they were paying $9.99 or using free trials or whatever for these premium accounts, playing this stuff, boom, 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 going through the playlist, just letting it play over and over and over again. Every 30 seconds you get a play. And when you're listening to it on all these accounts, it's putting it in other people's suggested stuff because it's hot right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they started climbing the charts on the playlist and fucking they were up for four months and making, I want to say it said like close to a million dollars. Oh wait, $300,000 in a month. And they were up for four months and there was two playlists. So that's just one playlist. That's ridiculous. So that's a couple million dollars that they made. Just cheating the system. Right? Yeah. And it's and they made it legally. They don't have to pay it back. They're not in trouble. Spotify just has to change their shit. Someone, uh, I bet you some, some code writer somewhere is just fucking under the biggest <laughs> shit storm, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that there's some guy at Spotify that's in some basement room right now. He's listening to, like, really loud techno music, smoking a cigarette. He's got like glasses, like real messy hair, and he's in front of this like computer with three screens, and he's like writing out the new code, and his his job is to like fix this shit, like Jared, fix right. this shit right now, and he's like just chugging Red Bull. <laughs> That's techno music, if you can't tell. <laughs> there you go. That's way better. Way better. Mine sounded like a like a messed up car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, think you think of a dubstep. That's why. Yeah, that's what it is. I got it all mixed up. I got my got my genres mixed. Genres. Genres. Um, there was another thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, did you hear about this? Uh, the Jason Voorhees statue. Oh my God, bro. How fucking terrifying would that be? Dude. So, all right. Explain it for people that don't know that haven't, that haven't. Oh no, we got disconnected. Disconnected. And here we go. We got disconnected. We're back. Yes. Explain to the people about this statue for people that don't know about it. All right, so somebody waited a a lifelike mannequin dummy that is dressed and wearing a mask just like Jason Voorhees in the depths of a lake for some random people to find. Mm -hmm. It's in in Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. And I want to say, let's find out exactly where this is. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, imagine that you're just like out diving in some lake for shits and giggles, and then off in the distance, you see a fucking what honestly looks to be a corpse. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you even like go to it, or do you just get out and call like the police? 
So it's in it's in Crosby, Minnesota. And uh this has actually been down here for a couple years. But Oh really? Mm-hmm. Because the video is from 2014. Oh, it has a video too. Crazy. Yeah. Do you want to watch the video? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's watch the video. And the creepiest shit is that this is 120 feet below the surface. Oh, that's so low. So the only way to see it is with professional diving gear. Like, you can't just kind of swim down there and check it out. Or like pop your head under the water from your boat and look at it. You have to swim down to it, and it's dark down there. Damn, that's creepy as fuck, dude. Uh huh. Oh, 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 oh shit! This is fucking terrifying. All right, I'm gonna. Show I would screen. imagine. I pulled it up to just like read something about it on an article, and I saw the video, and I'm like, ooh, creepy. Camp Crystal Lake. That's not where this is. <laughs> is it? Is this 120 feet of water in one of Minnesota's popular dive sites? Fictional character, blah, blah, blah. Like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. He doesn't exist. Okay. Duh. I don't know why they have to tell us that. Right. They called it Camp Crystal Lake, but I don't think that's what it is. Look at this creepy shit. I don't think so either. Say what? Oh, man. Oh, shit. Ah. So he's floating, but he's tied down to the ground, and he's got chains on him and a machete and his mask. Oh, that's so creepy. Dude, that's terrifying. Look at his eyes. Imagine being 120 feet down in this lake, in this creepy ass dark lake. You're fucking looking at this thing, and then, like, you're all, like, you know, swimming by it. And we're really slow in the water. People are ex- not made for water. We're very slow. And imagine if it, like, if its eyes moved and looked at you. Oh, my God. Or if its head, like, fucking turned and freaked out. And all of a sudden, you had to, like, swim away. Even if it was just your mind playing tricks on you and, like, the light. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be able to get out quick enough. No, you'd freak out. I'd fucking spit out my my mouthpiece. I'd inhale a bunch of water. I'd freak the fuck out. I'd probably die. I I would definitely shit myself. How many people are going to die down there looking at this thing? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, like I was saying, imagine being the, the – we know it's down there now. Imagine being the first person to be diving down there. Right. And happen to see fucking what you think is a fucking corpse. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, holy shit, there's a fucking dead body down here. Ah, uh, so fucking horrifying, dude. Yep. And then you go down to it and realize it's Jason Voorhees. Right. Yeah, imagine how many people dive in that lake and don't know that it's down there. It's a popular diving spot, is what the video said. 
Right. So how many like people? They're just, they're just not diving deep enough on it. Yeah, or they dive deep enough and and they, they see just, it, but they don't know about it beforehand. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. So good on you, guy who did that. Whoever the fuck you are, you're killing it. Right. That is the that is the greatest piece of trash I've ever seen in a lake. Technically, it's trash. I, yeah. Yeah, technically it is, but you know what? It's artistic trash. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a? There's another place that has a bunch of statues off the coast of uh of somewhere. Let me look it up. Like a bunch of weird, like half in water statues. But when you go underwater, there's nothing down there. Well, yeah. Look at all these, man. This is a fucking ad. I want to fucking watch some ad. The Hurricane Heist. This episode's brought to you by... The Hurricane Heist. Hurricane Heist. We're going to steal a hurricane, guys. It's where we drink a bunch of hurricanes in the hurricane and talk about the the, the, the sports team, the Hurricanes. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Cancun Underwater Museum. Ooh, that sounds nifty. This is it. I remember. I remember. This was the article I read because it was from RedBull.com. So here's a mermaid statue. Uh, here's a statue, the Guardian of the Reef statue, off the Cayman Islands. So off the Cayman Islands, there's a lot of shit. Here's a fat guy on a couch eating a cheeseburger. Oh, wait. Yeah, there we go. I wasn't sharing the screen, so you couldn't see it. <laughs> Can you see it now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen, I've seen these guys. Okay, yeah. This isn't, guy, isn't this where the crazy Jesus is? Yeah, there's an underwater Jesus. This is just hella people, little mob of people. Right? It's like a busy market square. Oh, this one's creepy. This is the biggest underwater statue ever. The and it's called the Ocean Atlas off New Providence, Bahamas. Oh, crazy! Here, check this out. I'll look at some other pictures of this. So, so I bet, I bet you, it's yeah, it's it, it's Atlas holding up the ocean, or holding up the world from within the ocean. Yeah, Ocean Atlas. Look at how fucking huge that is, dude. Right, that's a pretty big. Fucking statue, yeah, for underwater time. That's big, big, big. Oh, imagine standing on the top of it, right? That'd be cool. Be like Atlas is holding me up. Here's the underwater Jesus, the Christ of the Abyss. That's right. What a cool fucking name! What a sweet name. Christ of the Abyss, my dude. Underwater grotto. In the Philippines, some sort of mystery city in Japan. Crazy. Here's a fake Easter Island head from a movie from the 1994 nice. Kevin Costner flick. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. There's crazy stuff underwater, man. Definitely. Some of that trash we put down there. 
It's pretty sweet. Well, I mean, I mean, there's parts of the ocean we haven't even been to yet as humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, fucking like like the Marianas Trench. And yeah, I mean, I mean, it's super creepy down there, dude. Like we're we're discovering animals and and, and species and 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 life forms from down beneath. But I don't know that we we could have aliens in the water. I'll, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. That could be what aliens are. All these, yeah. like these, you know, gray aliens could be some sort of underwater species that comes up and is like, uh, much like how we go down sometimes. If you think about being, being a shark or like a whale in the ocean, maybe, maybe, maybe once in your lifetime, you'll see a person in a vessel underwater that will come by you like in like a submarine or something like that. But for the most part, you're going to travel the ocean your whole life as a whale and never run into a person ever because we're a land species. They're a water species. We come down every once in a while, but the chances of us meeting are really slim. Maybe it's the same thing. Right. I mean, if you want to see a sea animal, you go to the sea if they want to see a a land animal, they probably go to the surface. Uh huh. And maybe that's you know that would explain the whole uh why they're all grayed out and like you know don't have muscle and you know the big eyes with no eyelids and like that whole thing because they're like aquatic. And uh, it reminds me of the aquatic ape theory. You remember that? No. There was a. I think I talked about this before, but it was. You know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, there were some apes, and it was a huge colony, and the the land started, like, receding. The forest started receding where they lived, and they were forced out. So half of them went up into the high forest, and the other half went into the bay. Because the bay was all closed off and protected. The water was warm. They could hang out, eat all the sea creatures. And the uh, the sharks and shit couldn't get in because of how like shallow the water was and this little safe like area. So they were like, fuck it, we're going to go here and chill in the water. And the other ones were like, we're going up to the forest. So they split up into two groups. And the ones that went up into the forest turned into human beings. And then the ones that went down into the water turned into dolphins. And that's why we're so similar with dolphins. And dolphins are so smart. And their brain size and all this shit. And that dolphins evolved from apes just like we did. Yeah, right? That's, how, that's why you can make a dolphin noise so easy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh no. Ultra ultrasonic do- dolphin noises. The water is crazy shit. We should do a whole episode on fucking on new new species that we found in the ocean. New species in the depths of the oceans of the world. Yeah, I'm sure we can find a whole list of everything we found in 2017. Right. Shit that we don't There's even know about. Crazy shit. Hell yeah. All right. Um. That's about it for today. I got to go move some Bitcoin around and then I'm going to jump on PUBG. You really fucking around with Bitcoin? No, 
I'm joking. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, Bitcoin, Bitcoin tanked, bro. Bitcoin's done, man. No, I feel bad. I feel bad because one of my boys was like, he was trading Bitcoin. I'd say maybe three or four years ago. Yeah, and uh, he used to make a lot of money doing it. Uh, some guy lives over in New York, and I haven't talked to him in a while, but I'm curious how he's doing wealth wise now that his cryptocurrency is tanked. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully he got out before it was done. Right. Or switched. Oh, he it cashed out. he cashed out a lot all the time. So he always had like viable funds for his Bitcoin. Yeah. Well he's probably good then. He knew what he was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. All, all right. right. Well Ricky Ticky Tang Tang. Mm-hmm. There it is. Go go hit that Tang Tang. Yeah, that means uh subscribe. Subscribe button. Tang Tang. <laughs> Yeah, Rick, that's Rick, what we call it now, the Tang Tang. Ricky Ticky Tang Tang translates to hit that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I never knew that. Ricky Ticky Tang Tang. Natural Habitat Recordings.